Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Uh, there are some concerns growing uh, over First Ontario Centre, the shelter that was in place. We talked about with this, uh, this with Paul uh, several weeks ago. Paul Johnson is with us now. Paul, thank you for the time. Much appreciated. Hey, no problem, Scott. Uh, so obviously, we were ta- we were talking uh, several weeks ago about opening up the First Ontario Centre as a shelter. Many lauded this as a great idea and in, in, in good use of uh, uh, of space and, and creative thinking and such. What are some of the issues that have come out of that? Is it time to reexamine this? Uh, not time to reexamine. We're going to be there for a while. Uh, yeah. Still, the right approach. Uh, operationally, uh, we have to deal with uh, uh, with some of the congregation that's happening and the garbage that ensues, and, and we're on that, working with our public works folks uh, to help make that happen. Uh, the reality is it's, uh, it's summertime. These are not locked facilities. People are going to be out. We're uh, going to continue to engage, try and move people into permanent housing where possible, but uh, this is the right move because uh, we are not sending people back in overcrowding shelters for the same reason we weren't uh, several weeks ago, is that we cannot afford to have an outbreak of COVID happening within overcrowded shelters. Uh, the attendance at the shelter, has it remained consistent? Is it increased, decreased? What can you tell us there? It ramped up pretty quickly once we opened and it's uh, maintained itself. There are ebbs and flows in, in use of shelters on a monthly basis, so it goes down a little bit. But it's uh, when when the most people are in the shelter system, it's pretty close to its capacity. It's up in the 70 range. It has a total capacity of 75, and it's pretty close to capacity uh, most of the time. Uh, Good Shepherd is running this. Uh, is this overwhelming for them? Is it too much? No, and one of the reasons they were a great partner with this is that uh, they have the capacity, uh, one of the largest uh, not-for-profit organizations. They run shelters for uh, basically every demographic where we're, we're addressing youth, uh, women, families, men. So they were the right group to go with. Um, they're doing a great job. I mean, First Ontario, I mean, Let's go back to the decision-making, probably a, a week's worth of conversation, decision, then four days to get it operational. It is a gigantic space. It is not the kind of space you would normally say, yeah, that, that looks like a great shelter space, a huge cavernous space. So they've got issues that uh, they need to do with monitoring. And then, of course, we do have the outside issues of where are people congregating. But I can tell you, even if we didn't do First Ontario Centre or did something else, uh, it's nice weather now. It's not cold. Uh, yeah. It's not uh, uh, it's going to be, you know, a, a time where people are outside and there really isn't anything else to do. So we know congregation issues are, are a challenge. They have been uh, at times, even when just the Salvation Army uh, was there as well. So we're going to continue to engage. We've had conversations with our social navigator teams, which are made up of uh, police and social workers and paramedics. Uh, we've talked with our own mental health street outreach team, and we're going to step up efforts to really engage with folks um, and then, you know, the one thing we do know is we have to take care of of the um, of any garbage and debris and things like that. Uh, we're not interested in having this visually be an eyesore for Hamilton, so we're working with Public Works to ensure that that takes place as well. Uh, you said that uh, that obviously space has been an issue. Has uh, using this facility has that helped? How has that helped in keeping uh, the number of cases down in uh, organizations, institutions like this? Well, we've done a number of things to make that happen, but one of the things we do know is, uh, you know, physical distancing is is absolutely at the top of the chart in terms of how you stop the spread of COVID-19. And uh, to do that, we needed to uh, lower the capacity of some of our shelters in normal operating 
uh, capacity, they would be far too close, they being the, the individuals who use the shelters. So uh, with the men's system, this has allowed us, to, uh, for instance, to take down the occupancy capacity and separate people better within the existing shelter system. And going forward, we'll have to look at how we, we do some capital work with our partners uh, who run shelters to see how they can get their capacity back up but do it in a safe way. But in that emergency period, that time, we wanted to make sure there wasn't a, an outbreak. Uh, we really needed to create this extra space. But the other things we do are as important, you know, screening of everybody coming in and out. I know there's lots of questions that say, well, they go out, so they could get, you know, be positive and come back in. Right. And the answer is we're screening regularly. Anybody who shows any symptoms of COVID-19 is separated uh, and, and put into a separate area so that testing can take place. And if somebody comes back as positive for COVID-19, we have an isolation shelter at the ready. Uh, thankfully, uh, only three people to date have uh, have used the, the isolation shelter, so we're doing well on that front. But it's a series of things. Add to that uh, PPE available for the shelter workers, uh, lots of, of, of other things in place in terms of cleaning. So we're doing everything we can. Our partners are doing everything we can. Uh, to stop that spread. But uh, the reality is we needed to create more space in women's for families. We've done that with hotel rooms. So we've done the same thing just with a different approach to it. Uh, and and uh, we continue to do those things. Now we've got to think about transition. At some point, we need to be out of First Ontario. We know that. Uh, but it's still going to be a little time before that occurs. And uh, some of that will will start to communicate that to council uh, in another couple of weeks when we start to talk about what the future looks like. Uh, we are waiting for the uh, press conference of uh, Premier Doug Ford. We'll go to that live. We're talking with Paul Johnson, Director of Emergency Center for the City of Hamilton. Paul, uh, obviously you've been doing this for weeks now, months. Uh, are you happy where Hamilton is? How concerned are you? Ontario just can't seem to get those numbers between uh, between three and 400 any lower new cases. Yeah, certainly that. But, you know, that's really being driven out of out of Toronto, uh, which is a unique situation. I mean, it's it's a city of three million, very densely populated in certain parts of Toronto. So there's a bit of a difference happening there. Hamilton, you know, we've continued to do to do well, although we continue to see again that sort of around 10, you know, sometimes a little lower, sometimes just a little higher uh, increase. Uh, per day in, in cases here. I think we've done a, a tremendous job in Hamilton uh, in, in making sure that, that uh, we stopped that spread, we flattened the curve, we elongated it. Our hospital system is in pretty good shape. We don't have an overwhelming number of people. And of course, when we had to take the extraordinary step of moving people out of a retirement home, there was capacity in the hospital system to allow that to happen in an emergency situation. So that's all the good news that's that's occurring. Um, if there's one thing that that worries me slightly is, you know, people remembering the core principles of how we'll be successful moving forward. And that really is about physical distancing. When you can't physically distance, wear a mask, the hand hygiene, don't touch your face, those types of things. Relatively simple messages, but man, are they hard. And, and it doesn't seem always that people are remembering that just because it's nice weather, just because more things are open, that all of that disappears. In fact, I've had some people say, OK, well, when the province you know, gets to stage three of their reopening, we don't have to physically distance anymore. And I've actually had to point them to the website and say, no, absolutely, we have to. So uh, that's what worries me just a little bit, because those are the kinds of things that can lead to a recurrence of some uh, cases within the community.
There was a lot of chatter of masks, uh, Paul, when uh, we started opening the stages and people started going out. And you can visibly see that there are more people out and about now. The escarpment stairs uh, open, that sort of thing. Um, are, are you concerned that enough aren't wearing masks if can't keep that two-meter distance? Uh, I think I see a growing number who are, and that's good news. Uh, we're going to have to continue to reinforce that message because it's not culturally something we do in North America and and i you know we're just going to have to keep training people that this is the way that it's not you know it's the way that we protect each other from ourselves and and it's it's not necessarily that it will stop you from uh, having a virus and you need to do it well but it does make sure that we contain those droplets and that's really important and as we open more things up and people are going to be inside more uh it's going to be very important as uh, you've heard dr richardson say uh, you know, plenty of times it's that how long are you with somebody uh, in that less than two meter range and what's the environment in which you're in that? And the more you're inside, the closer you are for longer periods of time, perhaps when we start to see people going back to work, uh, spending more time in enclosed spaces, that's where, you know, masking is going to be very important. And then the final piece of that is we really need our transit users to jump on board with masking. Hmm. It is going to be an area where we absolutely will not see a two meter uh, ability on our transit system as more people begin to use it and um, uh, you know we're going to need their help in that. Are you just expecting to see more cases as we do open up more? Uh, I, I think the realistic you know answer to that is I, I you know to say we'd see no new cases uh, from here on in as we reopen um, probably would be uh, you know, would, would be a bit wishful thinking. So there will be here and there, and that's certainly what you've seen in other jurisdictions that are further ahead of us. Going to have to interrupt you there, Paul. We're going yeah. to take the press conference now of Premier Doug you do Ford. do that for sure. We will chat again soon, Scott. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.